welcome to All Things Nursing with Nurse Choma. Today is our very first episode. I am so excited. Um, I really hope that you will find this uh, podcast helpful, you know, whether you are um, in nursing school, whether you have graduated, whether you're working as a nurse, or maybe you're just actually just you're thinking about this whole nursing thing and you're not quite sure if there's something you really want to pursue uh, or get involved with. And I hope that this podcast will really be will give you clarity um, and I hope that it will also inspire and motivate those of you who are currently in the nursing field. So today I want to talk to you about some of the nursing trends and recent changes. And I think it's really important to talk about this topic because, you know, it, with anything, everything progresses, right? Everything, things will change. Um, change is always inevitable. We know that. And, you know, if you're going to function in this career, right, if you're going to do well, if you're going to have the best nursing career ever that you could possibly have for your life, you got to know what's happening, right? You got to be in with the trends. You got to, you got to be on top of it. Um, so that way you can be able to adapt and accommodate to whatever the changes are. Um, so the first one I t- want to talk to you about is technology, right? So, you know, the Internet has taken over our lives, right? Like it, the Internet is everywhere. You see, you know, social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, technology has shifted, right? A lot of people are, a lot of people are doing things online. You know, and we also see a a higher increase in online universities, online nursing schools, um, you know, computerized charting, right? More technology, um, informatics nursing, right? That's also a very booming um, field or specialty to go into. So technology has really shifted um, and has really changed. And I know there's some people who are still old school. Uh, with like paper charting, right? Or um, maybe you're like, I don't really need a computer. Uh, I'm gonna go to the library for everything. I'm I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. You need to be on top of the changes, right? You need to get familiar with technology. Uh, and I and this is what I'll say. I know it's frustrating with technology. Like there are times where I get, oh, oh my gosh, like this is taking forever. Like, <laughs> right? If I was not using technology. This would have been so much faster by now. But the reality is that technology does make things faster. Technology does make things actually a lot easier than the way that we do things. Like, for example, even this is not about nursing, but even when you look at um, like how we get around, right? Back in the day, if you want to, like not with a necessary car, but as far as transportation, what would you do? You would take the taxi. So what you have to call a taxi person. They would come and get you, right, and everything. And then you would get in the car and then they would take you to your location and you would pay a specific amount of money, right? But now though, things have shifted where you will download an app on your, comp- on your phone. And after you download that app on your phone, um, then somebody, you put your card information ahead of time, somebody will come to your house, pick you up, and you'll pay everything electronically with your credit card, right? So things have really shifted in the nursing trends, right? We see more of this. We see also, especially even with the way we do patient care, um, you know, you see like a lot of things have changed in the hospital. 
you know, now there's more uh, specialized beds, which is very good, right? There's more specialized beds. There's more also equipment for us to turn and lift patients. Like we need technology. Technology saves our backs, right? Technology actually will save us a lot of time and energy, right? So you got to get up to date with technology. And one thing I'll tell you is that if you are like, if you qualify into that baby boomer category, um, you want to, if you, if you want to continue your nursing, you know, industry, your nursing career, and you want to stay relevant and you want to be, you know, like your experience. Yes. That so matters. Um, your education. Yes. That so matters. Um, but at the same time though, a big skill is to, is your awareness and is how well you utilize technology. So technology is, is really, really important. Even now, when we look at how things are in nursing school, right? For those of you who are in nursing school, before everything, I remember for me personally, it was a lot more hands on, and I'm sure it still is. Um, but there's also, I'm sure, a lot more inco- incorporation with technology, right? As far as the way that we used to do things. Now, um, you know, we could, you could have a simulation lab, via your computer, right? <laughs> right? Like you have a simulation via your computer and everything. So a lot of things have really changed and changed and shifted in the area of technology. The other thing too, that's really changed a lot. And the second thing I want to talk about is there's an increase in culture diversity, right? Have you noticed that as far as, far as in the hospital, because back then, I don't know about you, but back then, a lot of like African-Americans, a lot of people who are more minorities, we didn't want to go to the hospital. We didn't want to see the doctor, right? Especially with that whole Tuskegee experiment that happened back in the day, right? A lot of the older generation did not want to see the hospital, the doctor. A lot, in fact, we found other remedies, <laughs> right? Other things. No, we finna. Um, you gonna stay at home, right? We gonna stay at home. We gonna take care of this at home. You know, let me get some betadine, <laughs> right? Like it wasn't where we would just rush to see the doctor. But now, though, things have um, and there's like a balance with this, too, though. But things have shifted, though, where you see more African-Americans, more Hispanics, more Asian culture, more different cultures are going to the doctor, are going to the hospital. And because there's an increase in culture diversity in the hospital setting, there has to be an increased awareness with us as nurses. Let me tell you, I remember one time, I'm going to share some nursing stories with you. I remember one time when I was taking care of a patient, right? And this, I was taking care of a patient in the hospital. And, you know, this was a hospital right here um, in, and I'm not going to say what, what, where exactly it was, but it was um, in the United States. Okay. And so I was taking care of a patient, right? And this, this was an older gentleman, um, maybe he was in his forties and he, only spoke Spanish. He didn't speak a word of English. And he got so upset when he found out I didn't speak any Spanish. He was so upset. He was mad that we didn't have any nurses on staff that could speak Spanish to him or that spoke only Spanish. Like we had like, you know, maybe like uh, CNAs or other stuff they would get from different units, but nobody on the unit spoke Spanish and he was so upset. He wanted to leave the hospital and everything. 
All right, and here, here I am with my Como, <laughs> Como stars. Like, <laughs> like I know something, but not like the whole like you know, you know, dictionary. So, um, but yeah, so like we managed, but he was really, really upset, and it kind of honestly affected his care because he didn't want to get certain things done because nobody knew what he was saying, right? <laughs> and so this is the thing about today age that we're in now is that we got to be more from regardless of what your culture views are regardless of where you came from you know i don't i don't care it doesn't matter we have to know and we have to be more familiar with different cultures if you're going to work in the hospital if you're going to work with patients real life people you got to know you got to learn you know different cultures different religions different practices because it does affect a lot Right. We all know, like, for example, if you have a patient who's a Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't accept blood. So what do you do if they come to the hospital and their hemoglobin is is 4.0? How do you respond? Right. So and you can't. And the thing at the same time is that you can't push your we can't push our protocols on them because they're not going to see it the way that we see it. We have to be sensitive to their beliefs. And so the thing, though, is that when we're not sensitive, when we're not aware of these things, it hurts our patients because now they stay in the hospital longer. Right. They don't get the care that they need it. Right. They don't they they need more thing. Like as a result, there's a miscommunication with us as the staff. Right. Because we're not aware of their culture. We're not aware of their sensitivity. We have to know these things ahead of time. And I know for me personally, I was thinking when I first started work, I was thinking this is not fair. You know, no, they should adapt, right? They should be the ones to adapt. They should be the ones to learn all these things. But the thing though is about being a nurse is that we're supposed to care for people. We're supposed to be sensitive people. We're supposed to nurture them where they are right now. So we can't really expect them to come to our level so to speak so culture competency is big now it's it's increasing it's necessary it's important you got to learn different cultures and backgrounds for the nursing field you know it, it it's it's something that has grown a lot and not in and it's like an everyday thing it's not like you know one or two patients or one once in a while Mm-mm. it's so significant it makes a huge difference with the outcome of your patients uh, with the with the communication, with the rapport, with, with the trust factor, right? If you if people don't feel like if they don't feel like you you understand them, they're not gonna trust you. And if they don't trust you, why are they gonna take their meds, right? If they don't trust you, why are they gonna listen to the doctor? If if they don't trust us, what, you know, it, it it makes our lives actually more difficult when we don't take the time to learn about their culture. So that's. The second thing, all right, that's the second thing is that we got to know, we got to be more aware of the culture diversity. It's spreading, it's growing, it's higher than it ever was before. Oh my goodness, much bigger, much greater than it was before. And now is the time for us to learn these things. The third thing, right, the third thing is, you know, with all these changes, with technology, uh, with culture diversity is, here's the term we all know and love, is the NCLEX. Right. So here's the thing, you guys, the NCLEX is getting more difficult. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Because the, the NCLEX is adapting to all these changes. 
right? So this is what you're going to see when you take the exam, whether it's now, you know, this upcoming year and everything, you're going to see more questions related to culture sensitivity, right? Because the exam has to adapt to the same health, the way healthcare is today, right? And things have really shifted. And I've been learning, I've been studying about this late, lately. And um, in 20, I want to say it's either 2022 or 2023. Some of you probably not even thinking that far ahead. But for those of you who are just getting into nursing school or you're in your second year, uh, your third year, wherever you may be, you, this is going to impact you. Okay, so um, the NCLEX is getting more difficult because what they're doing is that they're focusing more on clinical judgment and critical thinking, right? And they are integrating all of these changes with the healthcare industry, right? With technology, right? Nowadays, or back when I was in nursing school, um, you know, we relied more on textbooks to, you know, study and prepare and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you know years ago, it wasn't like the way the, the NCLEX is now where it was all computer adapted. You know, years ago, it was not computer at all. It was actually paper, uh, paper style, right? So meaning that you would take, the, take your NCLEX exam on a paper and then you would get your results like two to three weeks later, right? And you guys are stressing about three days. <laughs> so yeah, things have really shifted now and things are, are going to become more difficult with the NCLEX exam. It's not going to be... Um, you know, the same way that it was before, right? Um, a lot of things are going to be, you know, more more challenging. It's going to be more about clinical judgment, clinical reasoning. You know, you're not going to get those type of questions where it's going to be like, what is this? What? Not that it is that way on the exam, but it's going to be less and less. And the formats of the questions are shifting, right? That's why we see these case study questions. Why are we seeing case study questions? Because these case study questions, they're to mimic the reality, the real world of nursing. I remember I was learning about this. And, um, and so the, the thing though about like we these case study and these scenarios, one thing I was learning is that the way that the exam was originally designed or created is that they would actually interview nurses in the real world. Did you know they would interview um, nurses in the real world and everything, and they would, you know, find out what are the scenarios, what are the experiences that they encounter on a daily basis, um, and they would use that to create NCLEX questions, right? And so, and so that's that's seen a summary of kind of how they would, you know, how the NCLEX was built as far as the the, the questions and everything, and. And so, you know, that's that's why we're seeing these case study questions, because they're trying to once again, you know, come up to date and mimic the reality of how nursing is. And this is why I tell you is that if it's been a while since you graduated from nursing school, if you have if you're still struggling to pass your exam, you got to get there in the real world. You got to experience it got to be it has to be more hands-on for you you know if you need to go and volunteer at the hospital I remember that's what I had to do when I was in nursing school and actually before I got into the program I had to do at least 100 hours 100 volunteer hours I don't know if that's still the standard now for nursing programs um, but you know like you got to do that that stuff it really made a difference because it gave me a visual hand perspective of what the nurse is doing how she's running around or he or she's running around how she you know like everything that she's having to do on a daily basis so you know being out there in the field it it makes a big difference 
um, because you're really able to see, you know, what she's prioritizing, what he or she, what he or she is doing on a regular basis. The, the exam is getting more difficult. Um, they have to keep up with the, the changes of the, of the industry, of the healthcare. So we got we to gotta be relevant, right? We got to take the time to learn uh, more about culture, sensitivity, and more about technology, right? We got to care about these different type of things. It's so important. Um, you know, it really, it really goes a long way. And even another thing too, is just also not just people's beliefs, but a lot of people are pursuing more natural solutions when it comes to their healthcare, right? Not everybody wants to, you know, be on uh, metformin for the rest of their life. Not everybody wants to start taking, um, vasotech, right? So what some people are doing instead of them, um, taking these medications that the doctor wants to prescribe them, they're taking, you know, um, ginkgo biloba, they're taking ginger, they're taking different types of herbs and spices and that kind of stuff that shows it's effective. And the thing that you got to know, right? And this is something we learn in nursing school. The thing that you got to know is that if your patients are taking these different herbs, um, and supplements and they're coming to the hospital and you're taking care of them, you got to know what herbs they're taking. Because a lot of these herbs and supplements, they contraindicate with other medications or they make other medications less potent or they actually increase the risk of bleeding. So, but the thing though is that if we don't do a full thorough assessment of the patient, then they're not going to tell us these things because they're not thinking that it matters, right? Oh, what medications are you on, right? And they're just going to tell you the medications that they're on. They're not going to mention to you, yes, I do take ginger. Yes, I do take, um, you know, rosemary every single day, right? They're not going to mention these things to you. So we have to do our due diligence to, you know, ask them and really identify them and make, make them aware that, hey, if you don't tell me, this is going to affect how we treat you. I remember I had a patient, it was kind of, it was, it was, you know, in hindsight now it's kind of funny, but you know, at the time it wasn't funny at all. (laughs) So, you know, we had this lady who came and to the hospital, she came because she was complaining that she was having bleed blood when she went to the bathroom. And so, you know, blood and blood and everything when she went to the bathroom. So here we are doing all these tests, right? You know, we're like, okay, what medications are you on? Okay, what are you, what's going on with you, right? Are you on, are you taking any type of illicit drugs? No, 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 I'm not doing none of that stuff. Okay, okay, sure. Okay, so then, right, let's do, you know, what we're going to do, a colonoscopy, right? So we put it on the go lightly treatment, <laughs> right? She took all the go lightly, the, the whole thing, um, you know, went for all that, took her for the go, the, the colonoscopy, right? And what happened? Nothing was found. Nothing. Then come back like, man, what's going on? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, and then, then it's like, Hey, wait, then I see her doing something. What's, what is that? Like, and so she, Oh, this is, you know, my herb. And I'm like, there you go. (laughs) There it is. Right. And so sometimes the patients, what they'll do, they'll keep stuff in their purse which is why technically we're supposed to go through, not go through their belongings, but when they get admitted, they're supposed to tell us what's in their belongings. 
right? And that will help us to identify things early. But sometimes what happens, right? They may have brought, they may not mention that stuff or they may have said like, they may have told their family member to bring it from home and to drop it off in their room and they just didn't, never told us. Um, but it's a part of their lifestyle. And, and here's the thing, people are looking to, to be educated. People want to know stuff, but they don't know what they don't know. They don't. Why do you think WebMD is booming? <laughs> right? Because everybody wants to Google what's, what they're feeling on WebMD.com. When there's some things, honestly, you're not going to really know from WebMD because you don't understand, you don't, you're not aware of the full picture of, of things, right? That's why you still need to go to the doctor, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, these are just, these are just some of the things. And here it is. This is why I speak to you right now for those of you who are nursing students, all right, nursing students, or you just, or you about, or you just graduate, you're finishing, you need to keep learning, keep learning. And those of you that are in nursing school, don't get discouraged with all the information. I know a lot of things we, we do, we complain, oh my gosh, this is so much information. Oh my gosh, why do we need to know all this stuff? Let me tell you right now, when you start working in the field with real life patients who are waiting on your judgment skills, oh my goodness, you're going to be so glad and you're going to wish you knew more information. Because even despite all that, all the education, everything, you're going to have the book in front of your, right? You're going to have this, this book um, in front of your hands, right? You're going to have this book in front of your hands. And like, because I know what, this is how it is when I was in the nursing field and working and everything, is I had the, my book, I, my brain, that's what we call our, our little notebook where we put everything. Uh, you know, you had your handbook, you had your drug book, <laughs> right? And we went through school, right? So, yes. You need to know a lot of stuff. Yes, it's important. Fill your knowledge, fill your brain with all the knowledge. Don't stop learning. That's why we have to do CEUs every two years, right? You're gonna be glad you know this stuff. And for those of you uh, who I'm speaking to and you graduated and maybe you struggled to pass the NCLEX and you just, you know, you kind of gave up, you quit. Don't quit. Why are you going to give up? You don't want to, you don't want to find yourself thinking, man, I wonder what would have happened if I didn't give up. And so you, as you can tell, this is why it requires that push, right? It requires that discipline, that exposure. If you need to, some of us may need to go back to school, maybe do find an accelerated program for a year. It's worth it. You will never be out of work. Never. Right? So. These are some of the things that we need to be aware of when it comes to the nursing trends, the recent changes. Oh, and these are just, I only just tapped the surface, right? This is not even everything. But I wanted to bring some of these things to your awareness so that way you can start now you know, really getting on board, right? So start learning about technology, right? Start becoming more aware of culture sensitivity. And I do actually have some book recommendations, um, which I can mention at the end of this as well. Um, but start learning about culture sensitivity, right? Start being aware, be like, learn the material, right? Study a lot. Yes. Get rid of your social life. If you're in nursing school, I didn't have one. Why, why do you want one? <laughs> right? You're doing something that other people are not doing. So it requires a different level of sacrifice. It's necessary. Right? If you could sacrifice, what, four years 
of your life so you can have the best rest of your life, it is worth it. This is why you're going to be closer with your nursing school buddies because because of the, the amount of sacrifice you both went through together. So I hope that what I said today um, inspired you. I hope that what I said inspired you. I hope that you will listen to this, share this episode, share this podcast with somebody else who needs to be inspired, who needs to be aware of this. Share this with an, another fellow nurse um, who's either in nursing school, graduated, working, or even somebody who's even thinking about pursuing nursing. Let them know about this podcast episode, all right? And once again, if you want to learn more about myself, you can visit our website, choosingnursing.net, right? Visit my website, choosingnursing.net. Also, as well, as far as the book recommendations, I do have my own book as well, actually. Um, It's called How to Slay the NCLEX in 2019. How to Slay. That's, yep, I just said that, Slay. The NCLEX in 2019. If you want to get that book, go to nclexbook.choosingnursing.net. nclexbook.choosingnursing.net. All right. And then for other book recommendations, you're always welcome to go to books.choosingnursing.net. Books.choosingnursing.net. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, and I'll see you. I'll see you on the next podcast episode. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah.